You are now listening to the Add 10 Gallons Concrete Podcast. Wait, the answer was add 10 gallons? Add 10 gallons. My first thought was we got to put active children. Yeah, great. <laughs> Trucks on the, on the way. On the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I've got two observations, uh, neither of which are really educated or well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> Which are like most of my observations are. There aren't a lot of problems on a job site that can't be solved with a sack full of biscuits. Today's episode of the Add 10 Gallons Concrete Podcast is brought to you by Actigel 208. Actigel 208 is a high-performance additive for the concrete industry that is greatly beneficial to the producer. It enables them to increase the percentage of manufactured sand by up to 100% and completely replace all the natural sand in the mix. In areas where natural sand is scarce, inconsistent, and expensive, this provides a huge benefit to any ready-mix company out there. Benefits of manufactured sand and concrete include consistent air content, improved compaction, and increased density. Now in the past, the downside of using manufactured sands was that they were hard to pump, hard to place, and hard to finish. Well, Actigel 208 solves all those issues. By improving suspension, stability, and the quality of the cement paste in the mix, Actigel overcomes the old issues with manufactured sand and leaves them behind. Let Actigel 208 improve the quality of your mix while saving money on every yard you produce. For more information, visit us at actigel.com. That's A-C-T-I-G-E-L dot com. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the final edition of the Add Two Weeks Quarantine Podcast. We're here with our last and final update as, technically speaking, we are free men, or as at least as free as we're going to be. Paul, how does that make you feel? Nah, woke up, sun was shining, birds were chirping. It was a, a glorious day in Montreal. Uh, you know, the, the air is a little bit sweeter when you're a free man. I heard that. Yeah, we're, we're about ready to blow this joint. And uh, I have a feeling when I walk out the front doors of this hotel, I'm going to drop to my knees, spread my arms and look up into the sky like Andy Dufresne after he left Shawshank. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, the sun's never going to feel so good on my pale white skin <laughs> as, as I enter back into the world. But um, but yeah, so quarantine hit me kind of hard a little bit. I was feeling it. Um, as we come to the people, this is uh, this is after our final weekend. We spent two weekends in uh, quarantine isolation. And this final quarantine weekend hit me a little bit hard because the weather was beautiful back home. And I got to look at all the things I was missing out on. But uh, what'd you learn about yourself during this process? Well, I learned that I have an incredible ability to binge watch shows on Netflix. If anybody uh, wants to compete with me there, I'll put myself up against anybody. I was running through some uh, sci-fi type shows that I wasn't even sure I liked, <laughs> but it was passing the time, so I just I just let it go. One of those shows was a, a show called Colony that has some very famous actors and actresses in it, and nobody should ever watch that show because... It ended after three seasons, but it wasn't supposed to end after three seasons. It was supposed to end after five seasons. Like the writers had already mapped it out. And they canceled the dang thing. And I didn't know that. And so you get to the end of season three and it's like the most epic cliffhanger you've ever seen. Every storyline, every subplot, everything's got a massive cliffhanger. All the characters have their own cliffhanger and there's nothing. And it's not coming back. Dang. Wolf. Wonder what happened there. 
Wonder if the staff split or they ran out of money or what. Either way, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. And I was kind of mad about it because I, it's kind of my own fault. Like I misread what Netflix was trying to tell me. I misread that Netflix had uh, 2018 as like the year under the show. And I thought that was when the show started. So I was like, oh, three yeah, seasons, 2018. Cool, man. And then, you know, 2021. And then we're going to uh, 2022. Maybe we'll get season four. No, I was wrong. Show started in 2016, <laughs> and 2018 was the last year of production. So I did it to myself. Dang, dang. Yeah, I started a I started a Netflix series myself a little bit. Fortunately for me, I've been as most people know by now. My hobby is is racing, particularly dirt track stuff. And you can stream enough races where that that kept my my weekends busy. And every once in a while you'll get a Tuesday or a Wednesday or, you know, some midweek race somewhere in the Midwest usually. But, um, that's, that's kept me busy a little bit, but I'm, I'm ready to get out, man. I'm, uh, I'm going nuts in here. <laughs> I, I got a feeling that tomorrow, Thursday is going to be really hard. I mean, think about how sedentary we've been. I mean, you do uh, 30 minutes of push-ups and sit-ups and you feel like you did something. And then tomorrow we're going to be up at Four in the morning, on a plane, working, you know, 12, 13, 14 hours a day. I mean, these guys, to them, that's nothing, right? And But to us, we've been sitting around a hotel for 14 days. <laughs> so it's going yeah. to be weird. Yeah, I heard that. I was doing those myself, um, half hour to 40-minute body weight, push-ups, sit-ups, tricep dips, that kind of stuff. Just getting the blood flowing a little bit and you get a sweat going, you feel like you did something. But right. the next time I'm in the gym, the, the first squat I do is probably going to kill me. I, so I was doing, let's tell you how terrible my time of bodyweight exercising was. I was like, all right, I, I need to go a little harder here. So I started doing some squats and squat jumps. I got to like my third squat jump and my right knee was like, you know, I don't think we're going to do this today, bro. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, I'm going to give you just enough pain to make you question what you're doing right here <laughs> so i was like yeah i can't i can't tear anything up in my knee bad enough i screwed up my mouth for a day i don't need to be screwed up my knee for this whole thing so. <laughs> right right yeah yeah it's it's one thing to have to replace a crown but uh yeah knee and and joint issues a little bit harder to deal with but it, isn't that terrible? Isn't that sad? I got like three squat jumps into this thing. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just do some bunch of stretching. Like I need to do more stretching anyway. Man, that was hard too. It was horrible. I felt, I've really felt terrible about myself. And, you know, that's sad to say. So I can't wait to get out of here, get back to the, you know, land of freedom and really get in some, some real workouts, get this body back to tip top shape. Yeah. Get it back to normal. Yeah. I, you know, speaking of getting back to normal, uh, Saw saw a message come across today, and it was about Quebec where we're at, you know. And there, it was a message from like their leader guy here, you know, their their version of a governor of Quebec, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I'm so happy today. We're announcing that we're easing restrictions." And I had actually kind of forgot I, that there was curfew here, so the people didn't know that you couldn't be outside past like nine o'clock so all the restaurants were shut down at eight and i forgot about that because i ordered dinner early anyway but yeah you couldn't get dinner delivered to you past eight o'clock because uh, all the restaurants were shut down and so this guy and i forgot about that you know the walmarts everything everything shuts down at eight o'clock when and that all the people need to be home by nine 
And so they're like, oh, we're going to ease up the curfew on May 28th. So they're announcing it two weeks in advance that they're easing up curfew. And they're like, oh, and then after the 28th, you can have dinner with like four people in your house from the same house. (laughs) What are you talking about? And it was like all these crazy things. Like there's like the most minimum of like restrictions being lifted. And this guy was smiling ear to ear. He couldn't have been happier that these uh, small restrictions. So they're hoping that by July of this year, that Quebec will be fully open, uh, except they'll still be wearing masks. But I don't know. It was interesting to see that come across because you're getting a different story in the United States where they're opening up pretty much wide open in the States and they're still pretty restricted here. Yeah. That, that's another thing that kind of added to my pain over the weekend is you have States that are completely States that completely lifted their outdoor mask mandate and uh, Maryland, where I live, they lifted their outdoor mask mandate and uh, capacity limits and uh, even went a little bit lower on the restrictions for for indoor dining as well. And I got friends going to baseball games now and, um, you know, all the like even the the major races that actually had to abide by the rules, not the ones that I've been going to, quite honestly, (laughs) because if you went to a dirt track last summer, it's like nothing ever happened. But uh, the the bigger tracks like NASCAR events and stuff like that, they still have to follow the rules because they're under the scrutiny and watchful eye of uh, the the media and network TV. So they got to mind their business. But even NASCAR events and, and uh, outdoor concerts and stuff like that are coming back uh, full capacity, full tilt this summer. So with all that news coming out, it made it a little bit harder to be up here, <laughs> quite honestly. But uh, it it's a different world up here for sure. But, you know, they got things pointed in the right direction. And, and hopefully the, the people of Canada will be able to enjoy their their freedoms once again, hopefully by the end of the summer, end of the year. I'm rooting for him anyway, but uh, I can't get back to the state soon enough. Yeah, we still got, you know, it's funny. We just completed all this quarantine. We still got like another, what, eight, nine days here. And that's because we're going up to the Arctic Circle and we'll be working up there for a while. Uh, At least that's the cool stuff, though. That's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm right. excited about going up north. I'm excited about seeing that climate, being in it, you know, getting to work. You know, all that stuff's exciting to me. This is the hardest part is over today. The hardest part's over, and then we can actually get the work stuff that we actually came up here for, stuff we were looking forward to. Yeah, I had some buddies back home that were like, hey, man, take some pictures of the Arctic Circle. I want to see what it looks like. I'm like and I'm thinking, I'm like, really? You just want to see a giant sheet of white? <laughs> what do you think it's going to work like? <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I see a caribou or like a, a wolf or something, I'll take a picture of that. But if you want to see snow, you can, I mean, that ain't hard to find. Right. Yeah. I had to look up what time zone that mine is in. Uh, they're in the central time zone. But like when you look at it on a globe, it looks like they're right above us. Like, I mean, it looks like we're going to fly due north. But uh, I didn't think about this till like I looked at it. But, but like the, the distance between time zones shrinks as yeah. you get closer to the North Pole to like, you probably jog over to the Eastern time zone and jog the other way to go to the mountain time zone. <laughs> 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 so anyway, they're going to be in the central time zone. So well, no recording will be, uh, no recording of the podcast will happen there. So we'll have to come back to the people. Uh, but I'm, you know, in the following weeks, we don't get back to the States until after the 27th. So we won't even be back into our offices until after Memorial day. So it's going to be a couple of weeks without any podcast. You know, I'm, I am happy that we get to share that we survived, that, uh, you know, the, the public health people didn't whisk me away. Uh, you survived mentally, you know, as, as a man who never sits still except to sleep. 
you managed to stay in a hotel for two weeks. It's pretty incredible. You know, we'll, we'll get this thing rolling. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we, we made it. We made it through the hard part. As long as the Arctic Surf doesn't doesn't kill us, we'll be fine. Yeah, it's going to be a rough flight up there. It's going to be 30 mile an hour winds. And you know that plane's tiny. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I need a value. <laughs> we'll see if we can we'll see if we can pick you up something while we're out here today as we uh enjoy our freedom run run some errands and get ready to go up and actually do our job but uh wanted to wanted to come to you people for a a final update and that is that is it that's the that's our final quarantine update and we really appreciate you being with us and and listening to us share our stories, our trials and tribulations up here. It certainly helped us. I know it's helped me being able to talk into a microphone. <laughs> certainly helped me through the gap in uh, public human contact. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We're glad that we could do it, and we're glad that uh, that all of you came in and, and listened along with us. And glad quarantine is over. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Well, with that, that is it. That's our final quarantine update. Thanks for being with us and we'll catch you on the next time where we actually have uh, our regularly scheduled programming with with guests and we'll have Joey Bell with us as well. And we'll be back to the the general Ad 10 Gallons Concrete Podcast and we'll see you then.